0: Christian Music Digest, issue number five. Radio CSS Media, your source for family centered content. RadioCSS.com. Hey everyone, I'm JD, a.k.a. JD the Music Man. And welcome to issue number five of Christian Music Digest, an audio newsletter. Thanks for stopping by. today's issue, you'll hear the story behind the song, Live Like That, by the Sidewalk Prophets. I'm going to share some updates from some of your favorite artists. And, of course, our featured article is an interview with Billy Goodwin from the group Newsong. Song. So I hope you'll stick with us. First, let's check out the news column. Award winning singer songwriter Jeremy Camp was recently recognized for achieving 32 number one singles since his debut in 2000. Recording artist Andrew Peterson recently released his first album in two years. The project, entitled Light for the Lost Boy, is Peterson's 14th release total. This issue's story behind the song column features the band Sidewalk Profits. Band member Dave drops in to share the story behind their recent top 10 single, Live Like That, which is the title track from their sophomore release, which is now available for download on Amazon.com.
1: Hey, this is Dave from Sidewalk Profits, and this is the reason that we wrote our song, Live Like That. I wanna live- point in our lives when we're confronted with a question, one that faces all of us who share in the struggle of addiction, sickness, brokenness, and loneliness. And that question is, what exactly is this life for? It's in those times I'm reminded of those who have impacted my life, my grandparents, parents, teachers, and pastor. And I realized that in them I saw a deep passion, an unashamed faith, and a love that knew no bounds. Whether they knew it or not, I saw Christ in them. There's a passage in Hebrews that gives me strength. Therefore, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witness, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. Hebrews 12, 1-2 When we leave this world, our desire is to have others say, I want to live like that, not because of how we live for ourselves, but because of how we let Christ live through us. We want to be known as someone who laid it all on the line for the sake of having Christ speak through us. Not for our glory, but for His. I want to live like that.
0: Now, I have enjoyed the music of the band, New Song, for many years. Their unique instrumentation and styling, coupled with very poignant lyrics, have always grabbed my attention. Their most recent project, One True God, hit the very top of the charts in the U.S., and for good reason. I had the opportunity to chat with Billy Goodwin about that album, some of the group's history, and his unexpected connection to another well-known artist. Links to New Song's website and music will be on ChristianMusicDigest.com. Well, today we're talking with Billy Goodwin of the group New Song. He's been with the group from the beginning, from early '80s, and uh, it's great to have you with us this morning, Billy.
2: I'm glad to be with you.
0: Well, first of all, I wanted to say congratulations to you and Eddie on being awarded the Musician of the Year at the Champions of Faith Awards earlier this year.
2: Yeah, that was a that was a great honor, and uh, you know the, the the company we were with was real honing <laughs> to be able to uh, attend the banquet and get the award and everything. So it was a very cool night.
0: That's awesome. Now, like I said, you you have been with New Song from the very beginning. I wanted to ask, how has New Song as a whole changed over the years, either musically or in overall focus, or has it?
2: Well, I, I think overall focus is, is is not changed. We we started out as an evangelistic group. Uh, our our really our intent and our heart was to uh, to give a good, clear presentation of the gospel and sort of confront people with the truth and give them an the opportunity to respond and that's still what we do. We just use uh, different music and different uh, production things uh, to sort of gain the ear and the confidence. And through the years, we've changed musically. We've had uh, several folks come in the group and, and uh, uh, be with us for a few years and leave. And some of them have come back a second time and been with us. And, uh, it's been refreshing for us because it keeps us sort of uh, young at heart and, and keeps us current musically with what's going on, what people are listening to.
0: Now, I have to say, overall... One of my favorite new song albums is Love Revolution, and uh, some great tracks on there start all over on Mars, Hold On to the Cross, and then, you know, you guys have had so many big songs over the years, Light Your World, Sheltering Tree, Christmas Shoes. After almost 20 major label releases, do you have a track that you look back on as, as one of your favorites, perhaps one that you just really enjoy singing?
2: Well, there's one song that we do still in concert that we've, we've done for probably 15 years or so. It's called Arise, My Love. And uh, it's just a very power, a big power anthem about the resurrection of Jesus. And the crowd always uh, responds tremendously to it. And it always, to us on stage, it always feels fresh every night. It's never never like we've done this a thousand times before. And uh, it's, a, it's a great song. And when you... When you're really thinking about what you're saying, uh, It just I think it gives us all a, a sense of worship and awe and an attitude of wonderment of who God is.
0: Now, Russ Lee rejoined the group a couple of years ago after almost a 10-year absence. Can you share how that came about and, and what it's been like working with Russ again?
2: Yeah, he because uh, he was with us, uh, I think, about five or six years the first time, and he, he quit the group and sort of did uh, a uh, solo career, and then did some mission work with his family where they, they basically went all around the world for about a six month period there and uh, literally went to all, uh, a lot of third world countries and did concerts, free concerts and did a lot of mission work, a lot of ministry work when he came back from the uh, that uh, tour um, he came on staff at his church as the praise and worship leader and uh, went through a crisis with his wife, a cancer uh, she had some cancer and really was a uh, experience for him and his family and after all that uh, the timing and everything was it just seemed to be exactly what god was working in both our lives our, our ministry is we were in search of a lead singer at the time that he was going through this period and saying okay god what what have, do you have for me what you want me to do now and uh just it worked out that he was ready and willing and wanted to come back and uh be a part of lisa Song again and it's been wonderful i mean it's He's he's uh, he was great the first time he's even better the second time around.
0: It's awesome. Now your your latest release is One True God. Can you uh, tell a little bit about um, maybe some of the behind the scenes of of working on that project, either uh, writing or, or recording?
2: Oh yeah, I, I wish I could tell you about the writing, but I don't do the writing. Eddie Carville and, and Russ wrote most of the songs that are on the project, and uh, uh, but it was a great project to work on. Uh, One True God is actually a song that uh, none of our guys wrote, uh, and we, as we go around listening for songs to try to put on the record there, as soon as we heard the demo for that, it was an automatic uh, uh, approval, So, we've well, we got to have this on the record, and then uh, finally wind up making the title of the, of the project, uh, One True God. And there's several other songs on there that all the songs have a real good, clear message to them, and um, we have a song, re- the current single right now is called The Same God," and Matt Butler sings it, and he shares on stage testimony about his little daughter, how they thought they were going to lose her when she was born, she was born prematurely, and uh, for about 40 days, they, they could only touch it through a, an instant, you know, a little box that they could stick their hands through, and you know, we brought her home, and she's well now, and, and God brought her through that circumstance, and so... He gets to share that personal testimony before he sings the song and stays the same God that, that brings you into these trying situations that will get you out of them. And uh, so it's the it's song that encourages folks when they're having struggles and uh, problems you're going through. And also, I mean, I go through all the songs, but all the songs have a tremendous message to them. And the process of recording is, 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 is really a lot of fun but a lot of hard work because you, you're trying to pull your heart soul in the song and you're really praying that God will anoint what you're doing in the studio, but mm-hmm. so when people listen, there'll be there'll be some life changing uh, things happening as they're listening to what we're trying to do. So God's been real faithful for the years to, to use the songs and to really uh, minister to people through them and to allow us to go and, and do these songs live and and see people respond to to what we're actually sharing. With them.
0: And I, now you mentioned that uh, experience of just hearing that demo and, and you just knew right away that was one that you guys wanted to do. How, how often does that happen, that you, you hear a song and you're like, yes, we're going to do that one?
2: That's uh, that's the second time. The first time was a song that we did on a Rescue project, which became the, the title of that album called Rescue. Um, I had a demo of that song and listened to it. And it was like, wow, we've, this, we've got to record this. And uh, most of the other things, uh, those are the only two that I remember – Distinctly, most other songs. Oh yeah, I like that. Well, let's you know, let's put that into the, uh, the next level. We'll listen to it some more and work through it and make changes before you actually think that it's you know strong enough to to, to put on this, the the uh, project. Uh, but those two songs, it was it was pretty much yes.
0: <laughs> That's cool. Now you collaborated with Francesca Battistelli on a track on this project. What was that like?
2: Oh, it was well, it was. It was really fun for me because I'm her father in law. She married my son. And <laughs> so she really, she's really part of the family. Uh, but I got to, uh, uh, we were at the wedding where, uh, where Eddie had written a song for his son. And uh, I was there when Franny was backstage with Eddie rehearsing the song before they were going to sing it at the wedding, which is the first time they'd sung it together. And then got to hear it live on, in the in the wedding service. So that was very cool to, to listen to it then. And then to listen to the recording process was another uh, wonderful experience. But Fanny's she's a sweetheart. We love her. She's like I said, she's part of the family, and uh, we love hanging out with her. They're they're touring right now. Somewhere I don't know, not real close to us, but they're touring right now.
0: Now, now speaking of touring, you you guys are kicking off the the West uh, Winter Jam right now. You guys have been hosting the Winter Jam for almost 20 years. What what keeps you guys pumped and primed about this tour year after year?
2: This is one of those tours that that, that we never really planned to be, but it sort of happened. God God put His hand on it and, and made it into what it is now. We it started off as just new song doing one concert in January that we were uh, just opening. We we rented a, a venue, a big town downtown uh, uh, coliseum thing, and and had open admission, nobody pay anything, just come on in and had no idea how many people would come and uh, this the thing seeking about sixty five hundred people. We had sound in life for about a thousand people and so <laughs> when they came in it just blew us away. We we actually turned about two thousand people away from that first concert. So as a result of that we really we started praying and said, God that you know, what are you doing here? Is there something that you know that we need to be listening to and so we expanded it next the next year and, and had a guest artist come out with us. Bob Garlock came out the next year and did you know three or four dates. We called it January Jam to start with because it was just in January. And then every year it kept getting bigger and bigger, and we started adding more and more people. Uh, still kept kept the concept of don't don't buy hard tickets, just pay uh, a little bit at the door and come in. General admission, everybody come in. And now it's the it's the largest tour, basically it's the largest tour in the world when it tours we. Last year, Full Star uh, Magazine uh, had us rated higher than um, U2 and Bon Jovi and uh, Lady Gaga. We had over half a million people show up at the concert from January through March of last year. And now we're starting a, a brand new one uh, in the West Coast, a brand new one that we've never done out here. So we're excited about it because it's almost like starting all over again. We don't have a uh, sort of a base to, to know how it's going to happen or what's going to come out attendance-wise. but. Uh, we, we do know what we've been doing has been working, so we're trusting God for the success of this thing on the West Coast.
0: Well, that's fantastic. Yeah, we're,
2: we're looking forward to it. it is a, it's a very exciting. It's unbelievable how much we pack into the time at night. And, I mean, we, it's fast-paced. We get started uh, early. We have a pre-game show, and it just goes good and solid for, I don't know, about three or three and a half hours, and, and it's, it's a wonderful time. Everybody has great uh, music going on, but then uh, there's, there's going to be a good, clear presentation of the gospel. Anybody that's got folks that they're praying for that uh, they they that need a relationship with Christ that they bring them we just trust God they're going to change their life.
0: Well, is there any any uh, final uh, thoughts you'd like to leave with us?
2: Well, just uh, on the on the Winter Jam concert, uh, get folks to invite their friends to come and get there a little bit early and enjoy the whole the whole show that night because it, it really is uh, it's a blast, it's a lot of fun.
0: That's great. Well, thank you again, Billy, for joining us today.
2: Thank you, J.D., and God bless you.
0: Well, that's all for issue number five of the Christian Music Digest. I'd appreciate it if you'd let me know what you think of the show. You can leave a comment on the website, christianmusicdigest.com. You can send me an email to feedback at christianmusicdigest.com or call or send a text message to the listener feedback line, which is 623-688-2770. Again, that is 623-688-2770. And be sure to check out the website, for the latest at Christian Music News. Until next time, adios. Christian Music Digest is a production of Radio CSS Media. RadioCSS.com